is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Welcome to another week on the Workday Red Zone. Hope your Monday has started out I. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you're able to hang out for two hours with us today on a Monday. Thank you, as always, for tuning in on the Ticket Radio Network. You can find us so many different places on your radio dial and also online at 953theticket.com. Reminder that you can also take us with you on the go by downloading the EAB Media Group app. Just click on that ticket logo, hit Listen Live. Uh, you'll be all set. Of course, you can also find your A-State sports, your high school sports, and just some really good radio stations on that EAB Media Group app as well. If you want to shout at us today, 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Ride Fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also reach out via social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio. One place to find us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. As always, the KavanaughCars.com question is posted using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie, joined in studio on a Monday by producer Ryan James. It, was a, it felt like an odd weekend. I didn't have a A-State game to cover, or not cover, but to produce for. It was, it, it, it's always interesting when we have a bye week or like a week off or something. It just feels weird. Did you feel all week like you were forgetting to do something? A little bit, yeah. But then you know you have that quick saying. It's like, oh yeah, no, like yeah, you, you didn't just go out of town and we have a game going on. Like you, <laughs> you, you're not evading work. Double check the schedule just in case. Yeah, no, it was good though. Once we got to the weekend, I didn't feel like that. But during the week, because there's different uh, things you normally yeah, do or yeah. I normally do leading up to for prep the game. Yeah, so I re- go out to campus and record pregame interviews on Tuesday. This and wasn't then, the case. Yeah, and then write down some, you know, edit those on Wednesday and mm-hmm. print out some sheets on Thursday. And all week long, I was just like, I feel weird, and I don't know if I like it. Now, well, now I think we're back in the spin of things. This week yeah. is coastal. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. This week will be a full week, and the next week we get into preseason hoops action. Right. And it's going to be action-packed uh, from here on out, no doubt about it. Let's look at some headlines real quick, and then we'll throw out the com question and, and get rolling here. Of course, it is back to work this week for the Red Wolves following the bye week. Arkansas State football now turns its attention to Coastal Carolina Saturday's game will serve as A-State's homecoming. It's going to kick off at 6 p.m. Meanwhile, exhibition season will soon arrive for A-State men's basketball. The Red Wolves are going to host Central Arkansas two weeks from today on October the 30th as a charity exhibition with all proceeds benefiting the Win Relief and Recovery Center. Tickets, five bucks. They can be purchased from the A-State ticket office. In news from the weekend, Arkansas scored the final two touchdowns of the game Saturday in Tuscaloosa against number 11 Alabama. Definitely gave the Crimson Tide a scare, but not enough to complete the rally. And the Razorbacks lost 24-21. to K.J. Jefferson throwing for 150 yards and two touchdowns in the setback. It was Arkansas' 17th straight loss to the Crimson Tide. In news from today, Izzy Higginbottom, the 
named a first-team All-Sunbelt Conference selection, women's hoops, eighth in the preseason poll. We'll talk a whole lot more about that coming up. But it is a bas- uh, excuse me, a football KavanaughCars.com question today if you would like to weigh in. And today we are asking you, aside from the obvious answer of, of win three games, <laughs> which, I mean, come on. Uh, I want to know what you think Arkansas State football has to do in its final six games to get bowl eligible. Every game from here on out is is going to be a big one, right? Uh, the Red Wolves completed the first half of the season with a 3-3 three and three record, a 1-1 one and one mark in Sunbelt Conference play. Of course, that means you got to get to a minimum of three more if you want to get to bowl eligibility. And flashing back to the beginning of the season, that is what a lot of you answered as a, a response to, you know, when we ask, what does A-State football need to do this season overall? For you to be happy. And that was the response time and time again. Get back to a bowl game. Get back to a game in December. Just any bowl. Mobile. New Orleans. Montgomery. Boca. Conway. Wherever. Any of those. And uh, this fan base would be, you know, feel like this program was back on track. At the halfway point, again, as mentioned, A-State football is halfway there. And... It's going to start with a bang against the Coastal Carolina squad that has, from a win-loss perspective, kind of underperformed in terms of preseason expectations there under first-year head coach Tim Beck. But, of course, they still have that Grayson McCall dude, and they are coming off a win against Appalachian State last Tuesday. The Shawnee Clears have had almost as long to prepare for this one as the Red Wolves, as, of course, A-State had the full bye week, but again... Uh, Coastal has been off since last Tuesday, so almost as much of a time, and then they had a bye week before that. So they've had a lot of downtime over these past couple of weeks to get all uh, settled in and get ready for their second half of the season. With A-State football, you know, looking back at how that first half unfolded, A-State, in the three losses in which the Red Wolves were outscored a bunch, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 147-6, to In those three games, A-State faced opponents that are, right now as of today, a combined 15-4. and So clearly, some very, very good teams. On the flip side, the three teams that A-State has gone out and gotten a a win against, those three teams are a combined 2-18. and Stony Brook is still winless. UMass has one win to its credit. Southern Miss has one win to its credit. So... The wins clearly did not exactly come against powerhouse opponents. Said this on Friday and and going to repeat it today. A-State still hasn't played like a medium team. A-State still hasn't played an average team. They've played a team that is going to contend for a college football playoff spot. A team that is going to contend for the Sunbelt title. And uh, a team that, you know, with their loss uh, over the weekend against Tulane, is probably not going to contend for the AAC title, but is still going to finish in the top third of the standings in that league. So, uh, again, you played the good ones, you played the bad ones, and there's going to be multiple games here in the second half where you're playing those teams that are kind of in between uh, that uh, you really need to make hay against and pick up some wins so you can go bowling and then also just pick up some wins so that you can show to this fan base that this is an improved team and this is a team that's that's back on track to, you know, not this year, but at least in the future, is on their trajectory to, again, compete for a spot in a Sunbelt Championship game. So, what do the Red Wolves have to do 
in the second half. This could be from an offensive standpoint. It could be from a defensive standpoint. It could be from a special team standpoint. It is really however you want to go about your answer. And that is all good. Uh, did hear a little bit today from Butch Jones on his Sunbelt media call. And uh, don't have that audio Clipped up for you. We'll probably try and share that tomorrow. But he did mention that it uh, looks like this team is going to be healthy into uh, heading into the, the Coastal Carolina game. So that's huge right off the bat. And he also had some interesting uh, gamesmanship types quotes to throw out that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Statistically, uh, looking at how A-State fared in the first half and in some areas, uh, improvement over last year, particularly in terms of uh, overall rush yardage. But... Still some work to do in terms of points per game, which uh, that number is a little bit down from uh, the full season last year. And still some work to do in terms of defense and uh, total defense, total points allowed. Uh, that number is up a little bit from last year. So both of those areas where the Red Wolves could probably make a little hay in the second half. But again, KavanaughCars.com question today. Aside from the obvious answer of three wins, what will A-State football need to do in the back half of the season to get bowl eligible we'll let you all think about it here for just a little bit a couple more football notes to throw at you when we come back from the break but also we got to switch our attention a little bit to hoops the first preseason sunbelt poll out uh, it is the women's poll we'll look at those votes we'll look at those honors and then uh, speculate about what we could see with the men's poll as well coming out later so that is what is on tap when we return from the break. Phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. We'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. You may not be thinking about putting up Christmas lights right now, but you need to. Why? Because don't you remember your husband falling off the ladder, shocking himself, getting all the lights up and half of them didn't work, the stress, the worry? Get ahead of the decorating by calling Mojo Lawn Care and go ahead and have them put you down for their Christmas light service. Get on Mojo Lawn Care's schedule for closer to the holidays so they're not totally booked up when you're ready to get decorated. Mojo Lawn Care hangs lights, wraps trees and shrubs, hangs large wreaths. They even get on the peaks of your roof line and then they can store your lights and decorations for next year. Mojo Lawn Care will decorate your house so great for Christmas that the Griswolds would be jealous. Don't get left out. I know Christmas is a long way away. Or is it? Call Mojo Lawn Care today and make sure you're on the nice list by getting on their schedule when you're ready. 870-219-3446. That's 870-219-3446. And visit ChristmasLightsOfJonesboro.com. Hey, this is Tony Kenel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, Purcell is home with the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jonesboro. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, well-qualified buyers can get up to $10,000 thousand dollars off 2023 nissan arias the all-new electric crossover
Silver SUV. Or how about $6,000 off 2023 Armadas? Hurry, because these will be going fast. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. At the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Garrett City Haunted House is back and ready to unleash your deepest fears. Discover the spine-tingling horrors of the all-new Mayor's Mansion. We dare you to make your way through the gruesome terror of the slaughter shed and the mind-bending chaos of the Neon Demon 3D Funhouse. Scared City, the best haunt experience you'll find anywhere. Scared City Haunted House, now merged with Terror Ridge. Twice the horror in one location. Open every Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Find Scared City Haunted House on Facebook for details. Are you ready to get scared? It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. Get some saucy sweet heat with Honey Hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne, or that tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold, a zesty rich southern sauce with a subtle kick. Delicious additions to the house wing flavors lineup. Try them with a meal or grab them with your next catering order of party trays for the ultimate win. Only at Slim Chickens. At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's pain management, emotional support, or just a friendly face to talk to, we're here for you every step of the way. When you choose Dirksen Hospice, you're not just choosing a service, you're choosing a family. To learn more about our compassionate care, find us on Facebook, Dirksen Hospice, because you and your loved ones deserve the very best. This is Coach Brian Hodson, and I'm asking you to help our A-State student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This organization helps our program stay competitive and supports our student-athletes by facilitating NIL agreements that allow them to endorse local charities. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Wolves up. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, 870-9303-776. Before we dive back into the football and the Sunbelt Pole and all of that stuff, I uh, want to pass along our condolences to the family and friends of Pierce Bubba Barnett. Uh, Arkansas State Men's Golf putting up a post earlier in memoriam uh, stating, quote, the Arkansas State Golf Program is heartbroken by the loss of Bubba Barnett, a longtime champion of both A-State golf and junior golf in the area, Bubba was instrumental in the creation of a home event for our program back in 1997. In 2018, that event became known as the Bubba Barnett Intercollegiate. It is a great source of pride to have won the title bearing our friend's name just two weeks ago. 
Our condolences go out to his family, friends, and the many golfers who got to experience our great game, thanks in part to his efforts. Uh, looking at some additional golf news, the A-State women currently in action at the Lady Red Wolves Classic out at Sage Meadows where they are uh, have a pretty commanding lead about halfway through or I guess two-thirds of the way through the first round today. One under closest team to them, Eastern Kentucky and Troy is seven over. So another update on that uh, here in just a moment. The KavanaughCards.com question today. We are asking you, uh, aside from the obvious answer of win three games, what will Arkansas State football have to do in its final six games to get bowl eligible? Butch Jones was on the uh, on I was about to say on the on the mic on the Zoom whatever you want to call it today for the Sunbelt Coaches Weekly teleconference and uh, had some comments that got my attention. One uh, was a very positive comment where he stated that everybody is is good. Everybody who had been out for injury for a state is set to return against Coastal Carolina. Now, on the, the media call, they didn't necessarily go through everybody by name, but if he says everybody, I'm going to assume that means everybody from the guys who went out last week, like Sammy Johnson and Justin Hodges and Jacob Bayer, to the guys that have been out for a little bit longer than that, like, say, uh, Ethan Hassler. Um, so, obviously, that would be great, great news ahead of Coastal Carolina because uh, just you just you just want everybody back. I mean, obviously, uh, you've had uh, Ethan Hassler has been sidelined for a month now. Uh, and although Thurman Gathers has has played very, very well in his place, now you're going to have a really formidable one-two punch there at defensive end. Uh, having some of those guys who had been beat up in the interior, in, in Micah Bland and uh, Tim Hardiman, uh, having those guys a full go is, is great. And, of course, having cornerbacks uh, being able to step back in is, is good. Uh, with A-State losing its two starting corners, in uh, that Troy game in the first half, uh, getting Sammy back, getting Justin Hodges back, if that is the case for Saturday, uh, that's huge. So you just hope that everybody is good, that there's not any setbacks this week in practice, and uh, and that A-State is going to be as close to 100% as, as they've been since the start of the season. I, I guess the only guy that would, that would be ruled out in this situation would uh, continue to be Tank Sujic. And, of course, that was a, a season-ending knee, I believe. Uh, that was suffered earlier in the season, so that's just uh, unfortunately that was a situation where he's, he's we're not going to see him again this year, uh, and he already knew that. So, so I guess other than that, everybody is is good to go. Uh, Jones did start his comments today on the media call with with what I am I am ninety percent sure is was was trolling and uh, in, in gamesmanship. Because he did say it with a little bit of a smirk, but now I want to go back and listen to the comments again to be sure. But uh, he said that in addition to you know getting rested up, going over some fundamentals and details on the bye week, that the Red Wolves completely changed all of their schemes. In fact, he stated that the Red Wolves had installed the triple option, which of course would be fascinating with Jalen Rayner at quarterback. But again, I'm I'm about ninety five percent sure that 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 was trolling, that that was gamesmanship. Uh, going on ahead of Coastal. Uh, he also said, you know, they had overhauled the defensive scheme, overhauled the special team scheme. So uh, I, I'm I'm mostly sure, mostly sure uh, Jones was joking. But then again, I, I don't really think of it. Coach Jones is like a jokester. 
if they come out in the triple option next week, then I guess all we can say is that that he warned us. Uh, but uh, pretty sure, pretty sure that was just trolling and gamesmanship. Uh, no trolling going on with the Sunbelt Conference Women's Basketball preseason poll. Izzy Higginbottom, a first-team selection. No surprise there. She had a phenomenal year last year in her first year Sunbelt Conference play. So uh, not at all surprised that she would get that honor. But overall, the women picked eighth in the preseason poll by the league's head coaches. So a little bit of a bump from where A-State finished in the standings last year. Uh, the team was uh, finished. The team was finished. The team finished 10th in the standings last year and got hot a little bit down the stretch at the end of the season and, and picked up some wins there in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament to extend the year a little bit longer than maybe people would have thought going into that event. So now uh, a chance to build on what the Red Wolves did last year. We'll look more at uh, the roster here in just a moment. But again, eighth in the basketball preseason coaches poll. So you've kind of got some, I guess, tears in this thing. Uh, James Madison was was picked to win the league. And they got nine of the 14 overall first-place votes. And, uh, yeah, they were pretty salty last year. So not a big surprise there since they are, of course, the reigning Sunbelt Conference champion. And so many of these preseason polls are based on last year's results. So JMU picked one with nine of 14 first-place votes. Uh, following them, Troy, uh, three of 13 first-place votes, three of 14 and then Southern Miss got a first-place vote. They finished uh, third in the preseason poll overall. Old Dominion at fourth. Georgia Southern with the final first-place vote and fifth. So, again, you kind of got these teams kind of grouped into into tiers. Uh, you got James Madison and Troy a few points above everybody else. Then uh, Southern Miss and Old Dominion kind of grouped together. Georgia Southern, Louisiana, Texas State, all in a little bit of a grouping there. Then a, a decent drop between Texas State and A-State. Marshall a couple points behind the Red Wolves. Then 10 and 10 through 14, Coastal Carolina, ULM, App State, Georgia State, and uh, South Al bringing up the rear with a very small number of votes. Not uh, so clearly the, the outside expectation there is for the Jaguars to have a rough season. Dominic Davis of Southern Miss is preseason player of the year. Again, Izzy Higginbottom, a first team selection. Actually, two, though, two Northeast Arkansas standouts or high, former. Prep standouts named the All Sun Belt first team is Rochella Scott of Marshall, who of course uh, is from Earl, is also a first team selection. I did think it was interesting that there were four four of the fifteen players named to the preseason All Sun Belt first, second, and third teams are from the state of Arkansas. That's twice as many as, as anywhere else. So look, that's not something we didn't already know. That girls basketball in this in this state is is phenomenal, but uh, this kind of just shows it when you've got that much representation on the preseason Sunbelt teams from this great state. I really like this A State women's basketball roster. Um, I went through today and kind of looked statistically at what all the Red Wolves are returning, and and it's a lot. I mean, first off, just. The names that we got very familiar with uh, last year and Izzy Higginbottom, Lauren Pendleton, Anna Griffin, Malin Wilkerson, Melody Kapinga, Lene Bodden, Kiara Ellis, all of those players have returned. And then you bring in five standout transfers and then also, uh, you know, a, a true freshman as well from a player that was her 
Divisional Offensive Player of the Year. So on paper, you've just got a ton of production. A-State women's basketball returns its top four leading scores. The Red Wolves return all five players who played over 700 minutes last year. So you've got a group that is very, very used to being on the court together. The Red Wolves return their top five players in steals. Their top four players in free throw attempts. Top four leading scores. Uh, top three rebounders. Top three players last year in block shots. You've got the top two players in made threes. The top two players in three-point percentage. Uh, your team leader in assists and I think that's it, which it should be since I went through and I named every single type of basketball stat kind of possible except for, you know, the advanced analytical ones. And that's what all A-State gets to start with before you even talk about uh, bringing in Winter Rogers, before you even talk about uh, bringing in uh, a great ball handler in, in Bree Sutton, before you talk about Kendra Gillespie from, from Baylor, that's what you get to start with. And that looks like a really, really solid foundation for me. I'm very excited to see this women's team in action, of course. We gotta wait. No exhibition games. So we'll see them November the sixth. I did I think I saw though uh that the team that they opened the season with, if I if I recall correctly, for A State women's hoops, they are opening the season on the road, which is kind of fascinating because after that they're gonna be at home for forever, which is great. But they opened the season at South Dakota State, and I believe I saw over the weekend that South Dakota State is one of just a very small number of of teams in the country that did not lose anybody to the portal and did not bring in anybody from the portal. So they've got uh, a group that is obviously very accustomed to to playing together. So interesting, interesting stuff there. We will, I guess we'll get the men's poll later on this afternoon, I think, which, uh, you know, note to the Sun Belt. I know, I know nobody's listening, but if you guys could just put out any and all press releases from here on out before noon, that would be, uh, that would be great. Uh, but jokes aside, I- I'm interested to see what this preseason poll looks like for the men. Because obviously you've got a significant change in the roster. I mean, you've got 10 newcomers on the roster when you include everybody. The the all the, the Division One transfers, JUCO transfers, walk-ons. I mean, when you put it all in there, I mean, it is a lot, a lot of new faces. And since so much of preseason polls are based on last year's results, how will that factor in? Look, last year, A-State men's basketball struggled, and and we know that. Uh, I went through and, and looked at, you know, just Ken Pomeroy rankings, and A-State was, was second to last, 13 out of the 14 teams. And... About in that area and just about any other type of statistical ranking that you look at. I did think it was interesting uh, over the weekend. Saw like Logan Whaley of KIT and some others tweet out that there are now updated Ken Pomeroy rankings out for the season ahead. And and A-State starts the year at 172. Up from 287 where they ended last year. So clearly when they look at all of these new additions. Including of course Brian Hodson at head coach. There's some significantly higher expectations for Arkansas State men's basketball than than what we've seen in years prior. External expectations. That would put uh, A-State firmly in kind of the second tier of of Sunbelt teams, which I would take. I would consider that big improvement over last year. 
So just interesting to see that outside perspective. And, and again, uh, we'll, we'll have some men's news coming up later on today. We'll also talk quite a bit of A-State hoops with you over the next couple of days because it is going to be Sunbelt Media Day uh, coming up tomorrow and Wednesday. Very excited for that. Of course, we're going to be here in, in Jonesboro. But you'll be able to watch these. Uh, it is going to be men's hoops up first on Tuesday, women's basketball on Wednesday. And we will, of course, share some audio with you over the next couple of days. But uh, also do want to give you a heads up that uh, that these uh, the, their interviews from the main stage will be shared on ESPN+. Plus. So you can follow along there. So the men tomorrow will be on the main stage at 1055. I say the men, of course, it's head coach Brian Hodson. Uh, the the A-State men's team going to be represented by Caleb Fields. On the women's side of things, A-State also at 1055 a.m. on Wednesday. Of course, with head coach Destiny Rogers. And uh, the player representative is, is first team all Sunbelt selection, Izzy Higginbottom. So it's, uh, it's going to be here before you know it. It is just uh, nine days out from the first men's basketball exhibition game of the year, which is going to be on Wednesday the 25th against Trevecca Nazarene. And then, of course, uh, on the 30th is that charity exhibition against UCA. Great opponent presented by us here at East Arkansas Broadcasters. And, of course, that is the charity benefit for the Win Relief and Recovery Center. So uh, your tickets are 5 bucks, and all proceeds go to that. You can get those tickets via the A-State box office. Two weeks from today is when that one is. And then three weeks from today is the tip-off of the whole college hoop season. I'm excited. It's about that time. Hey, a reminder that you can help A-State Athletics and our Red Wolf student-athletes right now by donating to the Impact Club. Make a monthly commitment, and you will get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. Uh, no, A-State football during cap from the weekend, but still a ton that, that happened, of course. And I uh, do want to look around the Sun Belt when we come back. Some interesting scores there, and we'll recap the action when we return. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Soybeans and wheat up slightly, other crops down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. December corn at 490 and a quarter down three with March corn at 505 down three and a half. November soybeans 1285 and a half of five and a quarter with January soybeans 1304 and a half of four and a half. December wheat at 579 and three quarters unchanged with March wheat at 607 up three quarters. December cotton at 8525 down 81 with March cotton at 8713 down 64. November rice at 1581 down 14 and a half with January rice at 16, 16 and a half down 12. Moving on to livestock now, October live cattle at 185.20 up 7.5 with December live cattle at 186.82.5 up 7.5. October feeder cattle at 248.15 down 172.5. November feeder cattle at 250.25 down 132.5. December lane hogs at 68.45 down 105 with February hogs at 73.15 down 120. That's your EAB New Market Report and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. 
Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. The savings are so big it's scary. This month at Local Tire and Wheel. October is the month to save on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. Because all this month, $20 gets you started on any in-stock tires and wheels. $20 out of pocket today gets you four new tires or four new wheels. Yep, this month it's all treats and no tricks at Local Tire and Wheel. So stop driving around on tires that you don't trust. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same cash payments to fit every budget no credit check and everyone approved why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay plus all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program and we offer fifty dollars in referral cash back the savings are so big it's scary this month at local tire and wheel where twenty dollars gets you started on any in-stock tires and wheels local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro local tire and wheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel at Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. You can't afford to miss the real deals at Central. Right now at Central, get a $1,200 gas card with every purchase on new and used cars, plus $500 in accessories on every new truck purchase. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. 3207 Stadium Boulevard and online at centralchevrolet.com. Every person deserves respect. And that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State. And with over 45 years experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. Hello, this is Bob Moore with More Air Conditioning. If your system is over 10 years old and you've been paying for costly repairs, it may be time to replace. At Moore, we know replacing your HVAC system is a big investment and we can help. Did you know that we can replace your air conditioning system for less than the cost of your daily cup of coffee? Call Moore Air Conditioning today at 870-336-2023 or visit us at mooreac.com. Some restrictions apply. You deserve more, don't sell for less. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Not going to lie to you, I spent the entire break thinking about what an A-State offense would look like if they installed the triple option <laughs> or at least some option-based principles you got Jalen Rayner there I mean the fit is just almost almost too good is it happening no no again that was uh, some gamesmanship earlier 
from a state head football coach Butch Jones in his Sunbelt Media call, but now I'm just I can I can look I can I can have the visual. I can I can picture it. It would be it would be intriguing. But let's move on because it's again <laughs> not uh, not even not even worth discussing it anymore. Busy weekend, of course, around college football, even though a state was on its bye. Uh, but that's all right. Got to take in a lot of other games, including uh, quite a bit of action from the Sun Belt and some expected scores, some expected winners in different ways that they got there. And uh, one thing that that actually surprised me a little bit, and we'll go through these here uh, here in order. First things first. James Madison's first team to, to six in the Sun Belt. Now um, we still don't know exactly what that's going to get them. Uh, since they are still in the second year of that FBS transition. So as of right now today, it doesn't matter that they got to six. They're not going bowling. But they really made easy work out of a pretty solid Georgia Southern squad. I thought James Madison would win coming into this game, but I didn't think it would necessarily be a blowout. And you hand it to James Madison in the way that they performed. It was not close early. And then they forced a ton of Eagles mistakes late to keep Georgia Southern from ever even coming close to a rally. It was 17 to nothing after just the third drive that the Dukes had on the day. So they scored a touchdown on their first drive, a touchdown on their second drive, a field goal on their third drive. And those were all extended drives, 75 yards, 80 yards, 84 yards. So they had the offense working early. Uh, very, very much so. And the defense, too, because they allowed just three points in the entire first half, so it was 20-3 to at the break. Uh, they were able to get, excuse me, uh, Georgia Southern was able to rally just a little bit there in the second half. I think it was 20-6 to at the half, my bad. i got to learn how to count one of these days. But 20-6 to at the half, and Georgia Southern was able to move the ball a little bit better in the second half, but, man, they just kept throwing it to the wrong team. Uh, when you're already down by a hefty margin and you give a team like James Madison extra opportunities, it's it's not going to go well. And the Eagles had three, three interceptions in the second half. So 41-13 to 13 was the final there. As again, James Madison just absolutely annihilates the Eagles. I was not surprised to see Troy top Army. It wasn't a little bit more of a, I guess, a dominating fashion than maybe I expected uh, in the sense that, you know, just being able to go out and completely pitch a, a shutout. Now, Army's not a great team this year, but you have to tip your cap at some point in time to the to the Troy defense. I mean, yes, we know what we we know what they did uh, a couple weeks back, uh, or I guess the Saturday before last against A-State, but you've now got a Troy team that has allowed 10 points in its last three games combined, and... While Army might not exactly have a powerhouse offense right now, um, and A-State has struggled with consistency, Georgia State is is pretty salty offensively, and they held them to seven points. So Troy is is clearly got all things clicking on defense. We'll see how that continues to work uh, coming up the Saturday after next when they host uh, or when they head to Texas State. Texas State got a win over ULM. 21-20 to was the final there. And that one was fascinating to me because – ULM just cannot, cannot close out games. It is wild. You go back to two weeks ago, 
and they lost that game against App State on a either a 52 or a 54-yard walk-off field goal from the Mountaineers. And you go back and you look at how this one unfolded in San Marcos on Saturday, and ULM had a pick six with nine minutes to play in in the game. And that put them up 20 to nine. So they went from trailing nine to seven at the half to rallying in the, the third and the fourth, leading 20 to nine with nine minutes left. Only to, yeah, lose that one 21 to 20. So they allowed the go ahead touchdown from Texas State with 41 seconds left. So they, they have now lost. You know, two out of their last three games right there at the end of it. And, uh, of course, there was a butt kicking in between uh, where they got rolled by South Alabama. But ULM, man, you wonder at what point in time, when you've got a team that, that has had games like this, at what point in time do players kind of tap out? Um, because that's I, I can't imagine how frustrating that is. And maybe they don't. Maybe they've got that culture where they're going to continue to fight to the end. But it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, how they handle their trip to Georgia Southern coming up on the 21st. Because obviously, look, if you're doing the math for Arkansas State and you're trying to get to six, uh, ULM is a must win, right? Uh, at least on paper, it's going to be the easiest game in the second half of the slate in the final six. So that game on, on October 28th must win at ULM. And they've had some interesting ones lately. Uh, one of the game on the slate in the Sun Belt over the weekend, Georgia State was able to go out and win 41-24 to against Marshall. That game was in Atlanta. And going into that one, I didn't necessarily trust either either defense. And uh, I was really surprised that, that Marshall gave up 41 points. But I think with this one, um, I go back to last year where I thought Georgia State could be like a sleeper team in the East. And then they really disappointed me. <laughs> They did not have a good year at all last year. In fact, 4-8 and eight was their record. And I was like, all right, I'm not buying back into the Panthers this year. Even, you know, when they started fairly well. It's just like, nope, 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 nope. Well, now they're 5-1. and one. So clearly that's a team that, you know, barring something wacky, is going to go bowling and is going to take a big step forward after last year. So an interesting, interesting score there. I did look through some bowl projections earlier. Brett Mur- McMurphy of... The Action Network, of course, puts those out weekly. And uh, he had my favorite bowl projections a couple of weeks ago where he had A-State and Louisiana Tech squaring off in the Mobile Bowl, of course. That was prior to the Troy setback. So A-State was not on that list today when I looked. But uh, I did find it interesting that he had James Madison in his bowl projections. So I, I don't think that means he thinks that James Madison is going to get a bowl waiver. I'm guessing... He believes that there will not be enough six-win teams to fill out the bowl slate. And so because of that, he's got JMU in and overall nine teams in the Sun Belt in Brett McMurphy's bowl projection. So nine looks like a, a solid showing to me, although I would be perfectly all right with 10 as well or maybe a different nine team. And, uh, of course, uh, still a lot for A-State to do to be able to get back into that conversation. And it would have to start with a win against Coastal Carolina coming up on Saturday. Again, uh, today's KavanaughCars.com question, aside from the obvious answer of win three games, what does Arkansas State football have to do in its final six games to get 
bowl eligible. We'll let you think about it as we step aside. Eight se- oh. 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. We'll return right after the break for more on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. In order to win the Heisman, you're going to need to have impressive stats and a team that can compete for a conference title. But you also need to have a few cards fall your way, like your national television exposure and your Heisman moment that comes down to the schedule makers. So when that opportunity presents itself, a true Heisman candidate capitalizes on the moment, separating himself from the rest of the pack. And that's what Michael Penix Jr. did on Saturday against Oregon. With under two minutes to go, Washington found themselves in need of a touchdown to take back the lead and the quarterback delivered. Penix needed just two throws to put Washington back on top. The final drive gave Penix over 300 yards through the air, four touchdowns against one of the nation's better defenses. And coupled with that ugly loss now on Caleb Williams' resume and Washington currently set to play four ranked opponents in November, the Huskies quarterback certainly controls his own destiny in pursuit of college football's most prestigious award. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers big time. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, all you customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 on the NFL. That's promo code PATRICK only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming research. Oh no, not again. Ugh. Locked out? We can get you in. Lose your key? We can even program you a new one on site and get you back on the road in no time. With 25 years experience, Jonesboro Lock and Key is your trusted locksmith expert in Northeast Arkansas, specializing in auto, residential, and commercial locksmith services. Our skilled locksmiths can handle it all, even key fobs. The best part? We come to you. Jonesboro Lock and Key, proud to be voted best of NEA four years in a row. Just give us a call, 870-219-3723. That's 219-3723. My name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. Not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale, if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at magnetmotorco.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paragool. 
Mid-South Auto Service has been a staple on G Street in Jonesboro for over 38 years. At Mid-South Auto Service, their goal is to offer honest and accurate service for their customers. Is your vehicle clinking or clunking? Or maybe it's squeaking and squilling? Then Mid-South Auto Service is your source for mechanical diagnosis. For oil changes, brake service, or complete engine repair, there's Mid-South Auto. Call 870-935-4155 today for an appointment or drop by the shop at 909 South G Street in Jonesboro. Great service and honest work. That's Mid-South Auto Service. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. The question for you today from KavanaughCars.com. Aside from the obvious of when three games. So what will Arkansas State football have to do in its final six games to get bowl eligible? Cody says to quit being so predictable with the offensive play calling. Mr. A says to catch more passes. Although he does say he is intrigued by the triple option. How can not be? With Rainer there? I mean, it's it's fascinating. Butch, maybe Butch Jones should have thrown that out. We're going to overthink that now at this point in time. But, uh, but that's... <laughs> That is, that's all right. Uh, Look, I do think it is clear that the offense will need to be more consistent in the second half. Um, I guess the good news is that A-State is 3-0 when the Red Wolves score a touchdown. Uh, But man, what a weird stat. Because, of course, in the other three games where the Red Wolves have lost, where they failed to get in the end zone, I mean, they've been outscored in those games 147-6. So... Uh, there's got to be some kind of, of middle ground between going out and putting up seven touchdowns on your opponent or not putting up any. So just a little consistency in the second half and uh, being able to find ways to, to extend some drives, having some additional playmakers step up there on offense. Uh, that would clearly uh, go a long way for, for the Red Wolves. We'll look. Uh, we'll continue to look at more of your answers as well. Of course, eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six is the number on the Right Fiber Hotline, or you can tweet us your answer at Kara underscore Richie. Of course, uh, with Saturday being the bye week, I tried to, you know, get out and and be a normal person, have a social life, uh, but also watched you know quite a bit of of sports that were going on as well, and nothing got my attention, uh, or there was nothing I thought that was cooler than what Iowa women's basketball did on Sunday afternoon. Of course, Caitlin Clark there in action with the Hawkeyes, and they hosted DePaul for an exhibition game, but they played it at the football stadium at Kinnick Stadium. So they ended up playing in front of 55,646 fans. They had the court positioned vertically in the north end zone to help set this attendance record for an NCAA women's basketball game. It uh, also uh, was uh, a charity exhibition game, so it went to the children's hospital that overlooks the stadium. Uh, They were able to present that hospital with a $250,000 donation, and just like they do at the football games, they had everyone at the stadium stop and wave up to the children's hospital. 
during the game, which was super, super neat. Uh, Caitlin Clark did Caitlin Clark things and finished with the triple-double, 34 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. She was 13-26 and 26 from the field. And uh, I, I am just, uh, I'm so excited for the women's basketball season head. Obviously for A-State, and we talked about that earlier with what the Red Wolves returned, but I don't know if, if there, I'm trying to recall an era where there's been as many big names in the sport, as many recognizable uh, women in, in college basketball as we're seeing right now with Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and, and some of these high-profile coaches as well and Don Staley and Kim Mulkey. Uh, it's just uh, it's 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 a banner time coming up for women's hoops, and it's going to be an absolutely amazing, amazing season. But again, kudos to Iowa women's basketball. It did, of course, uh, fall short of the overall women's sporting event mark that Nebraska volleyball set back in late August when they packed Memorial Stadium with over 92,000 fans uh, for a game against Omaha. But uh, some really cool things here that have been happening lately in women's sports and certainly i'm i'm all about it great stuff all around uh coming up in the second hour of the program we're going to look around what happened in the top 25 over the weekend of course we've got to get caught up on the mlb playoffs as well one game in two games on tap for the evening and of course talk about everything else that's been going on since we talked to you last I am curious, uh, we, we tried to do an Eclipse preview going back to Friday. I did a poor job on it in terms of being able to relay the time and what we would see here in Jonesboro. And then I kind of forgot about it. Not completely, but didn't do any of the things you're supposed to do to get ready for an Eclipse. Like I didn't buy the e- Eclipse glasses or anything like that. So, of course, got to Booktoberfest uh, put on by... Verb Bookstore and Attention Members and Guests Native. And it was right when the eclipse was starting. And everybody was like, hey, you know, have you seen the eclipse? And my idiot self, the first thing I do is try to step outside and, and look into the sun. Don't do that. We're going to have a big eclipse coming up next year in, in April. So just early PSA. Do not stare directly into the sun. <laughs> if you went out and got eclipse glasses over the weekend, make sure you leave those handy. Because that is going to be coming up in, in 2024. And that's going to be a big deal because the path of totality is going to go right where we're at here in Northeast Arkansas. So go ahead and and get ready for it. Uh, Monday, April 8th, 2024. What's cool is you can already go and look and see what time the eclipse will pass through your area. And I actually think it's going to be passing through at the same time that the workday red zone is on. So... I'm trying to figure out, like, how we are going to work that. Now, clearly, we've got some time to kill between now and then, but do we want to be on air? Do we want to take a break? Because I, w- I want to see it. We'll have to figure it out. Again, we got until April 8th to figure that one out. Uh, college football, pro football, playoff baseball, more on the question today. That's all coming up in the second hour of the program and hopefully some more of your phone calls as well. But we'll step aside as it is our halftime break and be back with more right after this on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. It's back to work for A-State football as they get set for homecoming this Saturday evening against Coastal Carolina. Kickoff for that one at 6 o'clock Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. Arkansas State women's basketball picked to finish 8th by the Sunbelt Conference coaches in the league's preseason poll released this morning. Reigning champ James Madison picked to finish atop the league. And on the preseason teams, Arkansas State guard Izzy Higginbottom out of Bates will pick this a part of the preseason All-Sunbelt women's first team. In golf, Arkansas State and 15 other teams underway today in the Lady Red Wolves Classic at Sage Meadows in North Jonesboro. The first 36 holes today. The final round starts at 8.15 tomorrow morning. And in high school volleyball, it's Valley View at Jonesboro on a big non-conference matchup this evening. You can hear the action on News Talk 1230 AM 102.1 FM KBTM beginning at around 6 o'clock with Monday Night Football here on the Ticket Radio Network. Dallas and the Chargers in L.A. with the pregame at 6.45. Four tires in one hour. Guaranteed to plan as a tire service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Just arrived a truckload of Broncos. These are selling fast, so stop by today. Central Ford has loads of F-250 crew cabs and a truckload of Ford Ranger crew cab 4x4s, all new. If you're looking for pre-owned, Central has several local trade-ins like Mustangs and SUVs. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at Central CentralFordTruman.com. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Beret Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at KJNBTV.com slash eats. Boar's Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boar's Kitchen and Bath bring your skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vors Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at VorsKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vors Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, their passion. After all the hours, days, and months, the time is finally here when people across this great nation shift into football mode. Time to enjoy the game and catch up with your family and friends. And if you're ready to enjoy game days away from technology worries, call Calmer Solutions. They specialize in help desk, cybersecurity, IT management, project management, and phones. Everything your company needs so you can enjoy football season. Call 870-454-4357 and visit them online at calmersolutions.com. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery all day. 
done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Day red zone. We've made it halfway through our Monday. You still feeling mostly our height and uh, an hour to go. I say mostly. It's been uh, Mondays are easy, right? You show up, you recap everything for the weekend. Uh, you start to maybe throw in a couple things for what's ahead. And uh, this time of year, when you've got college football and pro football playoffs, preseason polls coming out, uh, all kinds of stuff, it makes it not too terrible at all. Of course, still opportunities for you to weigh in. On our daily conversations as well in today's KavanaughCars.com question. Aside from just the obvious answer of picking up three wins, what will A-State football have to do in the back half of the season to get bowl eligible? I think, you know, we talked a little bit about the offense previously, just saying that there's some need for consistency there and uh, for some additional playmakers to emerge, especially in the receiving game, which has been a little inconsistent. But defensively, you wonder, there are some things that can be improved there, but how much of it, how much of it will take a step forward just with this defense getting healthier? Um, again, if uh, in, in Jones's, Butch Jones' comments earlier today on his Sunbelt media call uh, made it sound like this team is going to head into the second half really healthy and that a lot of the guys that have missed time are going to be back. So if you are able to have, um, especially there on the defensive line, which has just been so hampered, if you get Ethan Hassler back at defensive end, if uh, you have another week of, or you've got a rest, a week of rest there for uh, interior defensive linemen, Micah Bland and Tim Hardiman, who did both play against Troy, but, uh, you know, only about half the game. You know, if those guys can take a handful more reps, that could be, that could be big. For the defense. And of course with the, the secondary as well. So. Looking forward to your answers at 870-930-3776. Uh, what direction do we want to go? Let's uh, let's talk about what happened over the weekend in the top 25 a little bit. Uh, just. It was. <laughs> It was a really interesting week in terms of how it got started last week, right? Before we even got to Saturday. Of course, you flash back to the midweek stuff. Uh, you go back, and, and again, there was a, a fun one on Tuesday between Coastal Carolina and App State, with Coastal Carolina being able to you know, force a key fumble of the Mountaineers late and, and win that game. Then you get to Thursday, and you had that absolutely bonkers finish with Houston and West Virginia on the Hail Mary. And then Friday, I'm not even going to lie to you. I did not stay up for all of Stanford and Colorado. Why would I? Colorado was up 29 to nothing. 
Who who stays up for that? But I guess uh, the better question should be, um, how have you not learned already as a college football fan that Pac-12 after dark can get a little crazy? And maybe that's my question to myself. Maybe you did stay up for that game. I did not. But ultimately, again, after trailing 29 to nothing at the half, Stanford turned it on in the second half, forced overtime, forced another overtime, and ultimately sent Colorado to a 46-43 loss. So Dion has had uh, a fascinating season there in Buffalo. <laughs> He started out the year with a big upset win, then had a you know a rivalry game, I guess you could say, against Colorado State that was way closer than anybody thought. Had the blowout loss to Oregon. Uh, you had uh, a loss where you come where where the team comes from behind erases a big deficit. Uh, you played you played USC really close. It's just it is just been a little bit of everything. Oh, and the mandatory win over Nebraska. That's what Colorado has done so far. It is. Uh, it has been a wild ride. Uh, coming into this weekend, uh, looking at the full slate, you know there were a lot of teams in the top ten that were massive, massive favorites, uh, especially there in terms of like Georgia was playing Vandy, Michigan, and Indiana, Ohio State, and Purdue, Florida State, Syracuse, Penn State, and Massachusetts, and all those games went uh, exactly how you would you would think, with the exception of maybe. Maybe Georgia got off to a little bit of a slow start against Vandy. But other than that, everything unfolded about as you would expect. And uh, also, you know, hat tip to Oregon and Washington as that game absolutely lived up to the billing. Washington, after winning that one, 36-33, with some interesting Dan Lanning calls to help the Huskies out. Uh, They're now in the top five for the first time in six years. And with Michael Penix at the helm there at QB, that offense just looks looks incredible. And he outplayed Bo Nix a little bit on Saturday. And that one was, I mean, it, it really did deliver. It was a competitive game throughout, big plays, and a lot of fun to watch. Some of the other games that were expected to perhaps be close maybe did not live up to that billing. Looking at you, USC. Uh, USC is 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 Lincoln Riley just ever gonna have a, a defense? I'm honestly curious. They gave up 48 points to Notre Dame. It's it's great that that he is an an offensive guru. Awesome that you know Caleb Williams is is at the helm there at QB. You got the reigning Heisman winner. Good for you. But not everybody is perfect every day of the time. So when you've got a situation like you have on Saturday. Where Williams is not at his best. Goes out and throws three picks. What, what are you doing defensively that is going to help you stay in the game? I just, I find it fascinating that as somebody that has such, um, what word am I looking for here? I mean, Lincoln Riley is is considered to be a pretty darn good college football coach. But how you can continue to have success while pretty much just ignoring one side of the ball is fascinating to me. And clearly it, it uh, snuck up and bit them this weekend. Uh, North Carolina picking up a win over Miami. Of course, Miami is Miami's done. Uh, not in the sense that they won't 
still go bowling or, or things like that. I mean, it's a four and two team. I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like, and I'm not even going to look. But just two weeks ago, that was at a team that was that was, if not in contention for a college football playoff spot, at least for in contention for an ACC championship game spot. And then they had that horrible, horrible decision by Mario Cristobal not to kneel at the end of the Georgia Tech game. And you kind of wonder if uh, if maybe that game kind of beat them twice. Now, North Carolina is good, and they're still undefeated at this point in time, so certainly the Tar Heels had a hand in it as well. But, I mean, I just keep going back to that video of that player on the bench at the end of the Miami-Georgia Tech game just mouthing, what the French toast are we doing over and over? And when your coach lets you down like that, how quickly is this team able to to bounce back from something like that? Clearly, uh, it takes more than a week. Other games of note uh, from the weekend, Washington State got upset big time, 44-6 against Arizona. The Hugh Freeze era not off to the world's best start at Auburn. They're 0-3 in the SEC. Mizzou bounces back with a win over Kentucky. And Arkansas, always, always, it seems like as of late, has played over the past few years, has played Alabama really close and just have not been able to get over the hump and get that win. 17 straight now uh, that they have lost to the Crimson Tide. In terms of news coming out after the weekend slate, of course, we saw a new AP poll released on Sunday. Mentioned Washington moved up to number five for uh, the first time in in six years that, that they've been in the top five of the AP poll. Air Force is ranked for the first time since 2019. And, of course, the top four teams in the country unchanged. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, all won in big, big blowouts. Uh, so... After that, what else we got? James Madison, by the way, continues to get a few more votes here and there as they are trying to get into the top 25. Has there been at this point in time? I don't think yet this season we have seen a Sunbelt team crack the rankings. There's been several teams that have received votes so far throughout this season. But James Madison was the first team out on the outside looking in. And you can go through it and look at individual voters' ballots. And and they had a lot of support this week, just not enough. 70 total votes. 25th ranked UCLA with 122. So still a lot of ground to make up. But if JMU continues to roll uh, like they have been, and also if they pick up a win Thursday at Marshall, they might get into that poll sooner rather than later. They're the only team from the Sun Belt receiving votes in this week's poll. In terms of the G5 representation in this week's poll, you had Air Force at 22, Tulane at 23. So a little bit of moving and shaking at the bottom of the poll. But again, the top four remaining unchanged, then followed by Washington and Oklahoma, Penn State, Texas, Oregon, North Carolina for the top 10. 9303776 is the number to call on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications asking you uh, an A-State question. Aside from the obvious answer of win three games, what will A-State football have to do in the back half of the season to get bowl eligible? Was just about to throw it to break, but I remember there was one more story that I wanted to mention before we did go to break 
And uh, some bad news for Georgia. Of course, they went out and they got the win. They're still the number one team in the country, this, that, and the other. But one of their best weapons on offense in Brock Bowers is going to be shut down from four to six weeks. Uh, depending on where you look, he is going to have to have ankle surgery. And it's called, it's a specific type of surgery. It's called tight rope surgery. And that's actually like trademarked and everything. But it is a system where they anchor the ends of the tibia and fibula together, which those are the bones in your leg, with a braided polyethylene cord rather than with a rigid surgical screw. So that way it restores the original position of the bones and allows for proper healing. Because of the flexibility of the the fixation, there's not a follow-up surgery that has to be required. Rehab can begin much quicker as well as weight-bearing. So uh, sometimes you can see patients return to play as soon as three to six weeks. But uh, interesting, interesting stuff there. So yeah, Brock Bauer is going to be out for a little bit for Georgia. But that's the latest from the college football world. We need to step aside for a break. Phone lines open during the break at 930-3776. We'll be right back here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Scared City Haunted House is back and ready to unleash your deepest fears. Discover the spine-tingling horrors of the all-new Mayor's Mansion. We dare you to make your way through the gruesome terror of the slaughter shed and the mind-bending chaos of the Neon Demon 3D Funhouse. Scared City, the best haunt experience you'll find anywhere. Scared City Haunted House, now merged with Terror Ridge. Twice the horror in one location. Hope at every Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Find Scared City Haunted House on Facebook for details. Are you ready to get scared? Hey, dude, you won't believe it. We sold our house and we made a fortune. No way. How'd you find out it was worth that much? We used this awesome website, arhomevalue.com. It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, arhomevalue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to arhomevalue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. arhomevalue.com. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades, Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. 
It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta and a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Have you been struggling to find the right in-home care for your loved one? Well, look no further than Cornerstone Caregiving in Jonesboro. Their trusted staff can't wait to meet your loved one. They want to know what cereal they prefer, what music they listen to, what makes them feel most like themselves. They're proud to offer a thoughtful arrangement of services that promise compassionate care for you or your loved one. For more information, visit cornerstonecaregiving.com slash Jonesboro. Cornerstone Caregiving, where compassionate care meets you right where you are. It's in-state hoops for a great cause. Monday, October 30th at 7 o'clock as the A-State men host Central Arkansas in a charity exhibition game presented by East Arkansas Broadcasters. Tickets are just $5 and all proceeds go to the Win Relief and Recovery Center. Get your $5 tickets now through the A-State ticket office, 870-972-2781. And we'll see you Monday night, October 30th at First National Bank Arena as A-State hosts UCA. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still with you. 870-930-3776 is the number to call. The Ride Fiber Hotline brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. Check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. You can call us and weigh in on today's KavanaughCars.com question. Aside from the obvious answer of going out and getting three wins, what will Arkansas State football have to do in its final six games to get bowl eligible? Of course, coming up Saturday, Day State in action for homecoming against Coastal Carolina, a Coastal team that was able to get a victory their last time out, was, which was actually last Tuesday, against App State. So this Coastal team, you, you wonder if they actually put something together there in that game that they can build on or if it was taking advantage of a little bit of a, an App State weakness. They certainly have not had the season that maybe you would, would expect. But they're probably viewing... This game, very similar to how Arkansas State is in the sense that they are a 3-3 three and three team. They are 1-2 and two in conference play. So they're looking at the rest of their schedule, and they're trying to do the math for six as well. And you can bet when they are counting, they are including Arkansas State as a must-win, just like the A-State faithful is right now, including Coastal Carolina as a must-win. If you want to talk about any type of potential to get to, a bowl game. Looking elsewhere, uh, let's dive into some playoff talk. Uh, it was a fun one last night uh, for the Ranger faithful. 
in the battle for Texas, otherwise known as the ALCS, with the Rangers coming out on top two to nothing. And they just kind of look like an unstoppable machine right now, at least so far in the playoffs. Uh, They've won six in a row after faltering a little bit down the stretch. You know, you you go back to the way their regular season ended, and of course they were trying to fend off the Mariners and fend off the Astros down the stretch and ultimately weren't able to completely do it. Uh, They did keep the Mariners out of the playoffs, but but that final four-game series of the year, they lost three out of four to Seattle. And a couple of those in, in fashion where they just were not doing hardly anything offensively at all. And they've been able to win games in, in every single possible way so far in these playoffs. They've won the high-scoring win uh, against the Orioles. They've won lopsided contests. They've had a couple 7-1 victories. Last night, they won more of a pitcher's duel-type game in being able to take advantage of just a couple of Justin Verlander miscues. And so now this is a team that, you know, is up one and nothing uh, as they go into Game 2 tonight or this afternoon against Houston. And there's just been a lot of different impressive characters so far for for Texas. Of course, none more so last night than Evan Carter. Uh, Evan Carter is 21 years old. He did not start the season with the Rangers. He made his big league debut on September 8th. So he has been playing big league baseball for five weeks, five and a half weeks. And he is just steadily, steadily delivered. Uh, This note here from The Athletic, exactly 25% of his 100 MLB plate appearances in his career so far have came during the postseason. And he had a single that, well, he actually turned it into a double on a hustle play and then scored the game's first run. Last night, of course, that one run was enough to to hold up and, and fend off the Astros, although Tavares was able to add a home run later. Of course, what he's probably remembered the most for uh, in terms of that uh, game one last night for Evan Carter was the catch that he made in the eighth inning. He made a really impressive catch uh, going back in, I guess, what, like the deepest part of, of left, left center there in Houston and... Also turned it into a double play. So he made the defensive play of the night. He scored the run that decided it last night. And he might as well just retire <laughs> after this postseason. I mean, it's, it's how much better can it get at that point in time? That's absolutely, absolutely insane. Uh, Verlander was good for the Astros last night, but Jordan Montgomery was better. And he went six and a third shutout innings. It had three strikeouts of Alvarez. And just everything the Rangers were supposed to do to be able to get a win against a really good Astros squad, they did. They pitched well. They had clutch at hits, uh, clutch at bats, and uh, a defensive standout player too. And sometimes in a playoff series where it seems like things tighten up a little bit, that's that's all you need. These teams will be back at it today at 3.37 p.m., which is an absolutely stupid, stupid start time, Major League Baseball. But you do you.
Don't worry about hemorrhaging viewers in the playoffs. Uh, but uh, it'll be, again, 3.37 on Fox. And <laughs> it's going to be uh, Eovaldi coming up for the Rangers. But uh, a note here on the Rangers. Max Scherzer, John Gray, both added to the ALCS rosters ahead of this one getting started. Which could be very interesting. If those guys uh, are going to be able to get in any games. Clearly, you know, neither one of those guys are like built up or whatever. So it would not be a starting situation. But maybe somebody is an opener. Or if you have somebody that falters, those guys are ready to go. So we'll see. Valdez pitching tonight for the Astros. He was not good in his previous playoff start. Eovaldi was uh, in the games that he's appeared in. But again, so far the Rangers have not lost in the postseason. And I think my guy Adolis Garcia maybe is homered in both of Eovaldi's starts so far in the, in the playoffs. So we'll see if that trend continues tonight as well. Uh, so you got Montgomery that had a good game last night. Uh, Adolis is going to get going here in the ALCS, I'm sure of it, maybe even tonight. So you already got a couple of former Cardinals that are going to shine in the playoffs. And tonight there is yet another opportunity of watching a previous bird uh, go to work in the playoffs because Zach Gallen is pitching for the Diamondbacks. So you got the Battle of the Zacks, I think is what it's being referred to across a lot of the sports world today because the D-backs are throwing Zach Gallen and the Phillies are throwing Zach Wheeler. In game one of the NLCS, uh, Philly's able to stave off the Braves going back to last weekend. And that is how we ended up here today. Or actually, that was last Thursday when that series was closed out. Philly's coming in. You would feel like with a decent amount of momentum, but heck, so are the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks have just been unstoppable. So far in the playoffs. Maybe a little bit surprising for an 84-win team. But again, when you already have all of those gears turning uh, in mid-September where, where your team embraces every single situation like it is a playoff game, then it's amazing what kind of momentum you can generate in a playoff series. By the way, we talked last week about... The issue with these 100-win teams getting knocked out so early in the playoffs. And I talked about, you know, my theory is the fact that you do have teams like the Diamondbacks. You have teams like uh, the, the Phillies that have had to be in a playoff mindset for so much longer. The last competitive game the Braves played was like September the 10th. And, and not competitive in terms of, you know, guys going out and still giving it their all, but in terms of the level of intensity you have to have in the, in the, in the playoffs. The Braves clinched a playoff spot so early. The Dodgers clinched a playoff spot so early. So did the Orioles. And Dusty Baker, by the way, is with me. Of course, they are the only one or two seeds still alive in this playoff format. And he said the reason the Astros... Did not seem at all bothered by the five-day layoff before the start of their division series was because they had to keep pushing until the final day of the regular season. Braves, Dodgers, Orioles. Again, clinched playoff berths way early. And Baker said that in his view, those teams had three to four weeks before they needed to lock in again mentally. Whereas these other teams that are remaining were, were never able to have 
uh, a day where they where they lowered the intensity. So that is, uh, I, I like the fact that uh, I'm on the same page here as Dusty Baker. Great minds think alike, right? Us Hall of Famers. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not so much in in my case. Uh, the NLCS game, by the way, is at 7.07 tonight on TBS. So, again, 3.37 and 7.07 for your game times in Major League Baseball. One other interesting story that I've I've caught today in, in Major League Baseball, and this is really not going to get your attention unless you're, say, maybe a NL East fan or a fan of a team with a GM vacancy, which I think, as of right now today, this moment, it's just the Red Sox. But... Uh, the Marlins and their leading executive, Kim Aang, have parted ways as she declined the 2024 option. Uh, Aang is uh, a pretty, her high was, was a pretty big deal. When she was brought in, she was the highest ranking woman in a major men's North American professional sports front office. The Marlins hired her in 2020 as their GM. Again, the first female GM in Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, or NHL. And her contract included a mutual option for 2024. So what happened? Well, of course, uh, she oversaw a lot of the, the changes there in Miami that helped lead them to a playoff berth this year. And so the Marlins offered her a contract extension, but she turned it down because the team wanted to hire someone over her to run their baseball operations. So again, she... <laughs> Did a really good job, and then they were going to hire somebody else to be your boss. And she said, you know what? No, thanks. I'm going to land somewhere else. I would, the Cardinals don't have a vacancy, clearly, for that role. But I would love uh, Aang to, to be in the front office there. Any team that gets there is going to be getting somebody very successful. But again, just a weird story from Miami. Talk about kind of shooting yourself in the foot a little bit with with that decision. Interesting, interesting stuff. Looking forward to uh, some playoff baseball tonight no doubt uh, maybe even keep tabs on a little NFL action and we'll talk about that when we come back from a break but we'll step aside 870-930-3776 phone lines open during the break and we'll be back right after this here on the ticket enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the ticket radio network Hey, this is Cade Carlton. We're adding another way to shine the spotlight on student-athletes this year on the drive by naming a home outlet game of the week each week. Every Monday morning, we'll put out three nominees for the game of the week on the Ticket Radio Network Facebook page for you to vote on in the comments. And every Thursday at 5 o'clock, we'll welcome on one student-athlete from each team to preview the game. It's the home outlet game of the week every Thursday at 5 o'clock on the drive right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Central Port in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Just arrived a truckload of Broncos. These are selling fast, so stop by today. Central Ford has loads of F-250 crew cabs and a truckload of Ford Ranger crew cab 4x4s, all new. If you're looking for pre-owned, Central has several local trade-ins like Mustangs and SUVs. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. 
Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Veray Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at kjnbtv.com slash eats. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no-credit-needed financing options. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down in your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Visiting with A-State true freshman quarterback Jalen Rayner. Doing anything, I'm listening to music, but also like bowling. Fun fact, I like Spider-Man. My favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Okay. For sure. But yeah, I say music, nope. bowling, and Spider-Man. Outmannered teen with superpowers. That makes sense to me. Peter Parker off the field, <laughs> Spider-Man on the field. It's the Second to None podcast, presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Asking you today, what does A-State football have to do to get bowl eligible? Now, that is aside from the obvious answer of win three games. But in terms of what do they need to tweak? Where do they need to perform better? 
Who needs to step up? That is more the direction that we're going with this question. We got to get six, and it's really easy to look at the next three games on the schedule and view those as perhaps being the most winnable, at least in terms of you know the opposing teams win loss record with Coastal. We've already touched on them a little bit, and of course we'll touch on them a lot as we go along this week, but. Uh, not the start offensively that I'm sure they wanted to the season. Uh, in fact, I know their fans after the Georgia Southern loss and the Georgia State loss, they were big mad. They they were already ready four or five games in to be done with the Tim Beck era. Now, I think maybe that chatter has calmed down a little bit after last week's win over App State. But uh, again, this is not a Coastal Carolina team that's going to contend for the Sunbelt East title. And we've kind of gotten accustomed to that in the Grayson McCall era. They're a little bit down. Uh, you look at the following week, uh, game eight for A-State football. That's at ULM. And this is a ULM team that has been unable to close out games. We've seen that in two of the last three weeks where they have snatched, snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. In close losses, one-point losses to Texas State and App State. And, of course, uh, uh, the the game after that is against Louisiana. Now, Louisiana has, has certainly shown some, some signs of life over the past few weeks and came back and beat Texas State on October the 7th. So that one certainly won't be easy, but it is in Jonesboro. And that series, of course, for so long dominated by the home team. So if you're trying to pick three off the second half of the schedule, those three jump out at you. Uh, speaking of home team, A-State women's golf is pretty much through with the day. Or the first round, at least, in the Lady Red Wolves Classic. A-State hosting its home event out at Sage. And a commanding lead in the first round. A-State finishing three under. And the next closest team is Sanford at six over. So uh, nobody really within striking distance of A-State after the first round. A fun note here in the score sheet. Looks like Elise Schultz has returned for A-State. Uh, one of the best golfers coming into the year for the Red Wolves. She's been sidelined due to injury, but looking like she's back and ready to go. And that will be huge. Maybe not so much here in this fall slate, but especially coming up in the spring as A-State will undoubtedly look to Get in on the conversation of a Sunbelt Conference championship. Having her back again. Huge, huge, huge. Big weekend, fun weekend in the NFL as always. And a little bit of a a surprising weekend? Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Maybe you had the 49ers getting upset. Maybe by the Browns. Again, I cannot emphasize the word maybe enough. And... And maybe, maybe you had the Jets being able to upset the Eagles. Maybe. But there is not a chance in the world that you had both. I should have looked before I started talking at what uh, what a, a parlay bet with, with both of those upsets would have, would have got you. Because it was just very, very surprising. With both of those teams being able to pull it off. The Browns, of course. The Browns were starting a guy who they just signed from the practice squad. 
at quarterback. And while he certainly wasn't great, he did enough to hang with Brock Purdy and get the win. The Jets, of course, have uh, been without Aaron Rodgers since, you know, 74 seconds into the season. And while clearly Zach Wallace is nobody's idea of a franchise leader, he's been (laughs) able to get it done. Zach Wilson has the past couple of games. Doesn't always have to be pretty. And getting sacked times and getting sacked five times and only thrown for 186 yards again is not going to get you get you many headlines. But it was enough. It was enough against the Eagles. Thanks in part to uh, what the Jets' defense did and how many times they picked off Jalen Hurts. So two big shockers from the NFL weekend, and that of course ensures that we're going to have yet another year where there will not be an undefeated team. And it took us all six weeks to be able to learn that this season. Other scores from around the league, the Saints uh, falling to the Texans. And the poor Saints, man, they just don't have an offense. Tough day for Blake Groupie as well. He had a couple missed field goals in that one. Uh, so, uh, of course, even if he made those, uh, you're still looking at probably a one-point loss or, or, or around that to the Texans. But that's not what you want to see. Hopefully he can rebound and get back on track. Of course, the Texans are looking pretty smart right now with C.J. Stroud as their quarterback. Other games, it kind of jumped out at you. As I'm scrolling here. I saw Bill Belichick (laughs) throw his tablet at some point in time on the sideline uh, during that loss to the Raiders. Yikes. And, And with those two losses over the weekend, Got to throw the the Lions in the conversation as one of the better teams now in in the NFL, which they've certainly, hey, they've they've looked pretty good this season. But again, nobody is undefeated anymore. So it changes the conversation. Cowboys at Chargers tonight, by the way, 7-15 is when that one kicks off. Let's go to the right fiber hotline and check in with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. How are y'all? Think we're doing all right. Yeah. You enjoying this weather? Yeah. Nah, I've been in. Is this perfect weather? It's about perfect. It is, uh, yes. Uh, having, you know, put on a hoodie in, in the morning, being able to just roll your windows down, drive around in the afternoon, that's uh, it's my time of year. You know, Bud was actually complaining about the, being cold this morning. I guess when you get to be his age, your bones get old and brittle, and, you know, you have a hard time adjusting the core temperatures. But I'll take this over the humidity and the mosquitoes. And the sweating that week, wouldn't y'all? I, I would, too. I do get his point, though, because I've absolutely had to... I, I turned on the heat at the house over the weekend. I'm not trying to wake up and have it be 42 degrees outside or inside I mean, or anything like that. But, I mean, going out to your car, just put a hoodie on and, you know, put it on a toboggan. It'll be okay. You know? But, uh, anyhow, what are we talking about today? What's the hot topic? Oh, we've just kind of been getting caught up on the weekend. So we've been all over the place. NFL, college football, MLB, uh, A-State preseason, women's poll in the Sun Belt drop today, men's poll coming out this afternoon. So, again, just a a little bit of everything as we get caught up from the weekend. Man, could y'all believe Dion, primetime of them, they blew that lead against the uh, Stanford? That was one of those things. I was just stunned when I woke up Saturday morning. Because I didn't watch the end of that game. I turned it off when it was 29 to nothing. And then, but then, you know, like a lot of people, when I wake up in the morning, I check some kind of social media, and that's one of the first things I saw. <laughs> and there's that 
they lost. And so I had to go back and check scores and was just, I mean, my <laughs> mind was blown for sure. Yeah. He said he was disturbed at the way his players played in that, that double overtime loss. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I would be too. You blew you blew a 29 to nothing half point lead. But when I don't you, know what's worse, that or the, uh, the Falcons blowing that lead against the uh, Patriots back in the 2017 yeah. Super Bowl. When you've got a game like that where you collapse like that, then you then everybody, everybody gets to be a part of the blame game. Coaches, players, trainers, <laughs> just yeah. everybody gets involved in that. Definitely. And you mentioned the Patriots and Bill Belichick. What's what's the Patriots record now in the year? I think they're one in five, but let me double check because I just had it yeah. pulled up. So I will I will get that uh that record for you. In just a second, they are. They are one and five so far this year after losing on the road twenty-one to seventeen to the Raiders on Sunday. Well, how much time do you think those uh, six uh, Super Bowls have bought Bill Belichick? The way that the uh, Raiders have looked for the past, let's say, three years. I don't know. You'll know this better than I will. How many of the shots does does Belichick call there? Like how he's he's completely involved in in draft strategy and in trade. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when you put together a bad team and then it underperforms, then then I don't know. There has yeah. there have been conversations about him about that seat warming up. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. After a certain after a certain window, you've got to start. You know what I mean? Like, okay, how long are we gonna let, let this continue? Yeah, he is closing you know? in on the all time NFL record for losses by a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Now, yep. now that sounds way worse than it is. Part of that is just because he's been a head coach for forever. That's like looking at the fact that who is isn't it Brent Favre that leads the all time NFL that has the all time NFL record in, in interceptions. Yep, and, and that's partly just because he threw a million passes and had a good career longevity. Yeah, I mean, Bill Chicks, his his first head coaching job was like in the mid nineties, I believe. You know, I mean, but, it's uh, it's been a minute. He's seventy one. Yeah, he is. Is he the oldest active coach, too? Or is it Pete Carroll? I don't know. Pete Carroll might be older, but he looks like he's in better shape than Bill Belichick. Belichick was like starting to take his toll on him. Well, Belichick has looked grumpy. He has looked mean and old and grumpy since he was about 45. So now 26 years later, he just has a, you know, frowning ages you. Guys, I know I know y'all don't pay that much attention to stuff like that, but if you have a permanent scowl, that's gonna that's gonna age you. Yes, yeah. Hi, I guess you heard the bad news yesterday. Uh, Suzanne Summers passed away. That would have been her her seventy seventh birthday. Remember British Company? I do. I did see that. I hated to hear that. You know, I was uh, I watched that show growing up, and uh, yeah, so it was a step by step. The other one, yeah. See, that's yeah. TGI, yeah. That's what I watched Friday nights. Yes, yeah. Um, maybe Red Mark can call in and sing the step by step for the Three's Company theme song if we have time here shortly. But uh, all right, guys, have a good one. Hey, you too. Uh, let's go ahead and step aside and take our last break. That's what we'll get into and come back and wrap up today's workday red zone right after this here on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Attention, members and guests. This season, make Salsa's Grill your ultimate destination for Mexican food and good times. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Salsa's Grill on Caraway Road brings the sizzle to football season. Join Salsa's Grill for happy hour every day from 3 to 7. And if you're craving authentic Mexican cuisine, Salsa's Grill has mouth-watering dishes that will have your taste buds dancing with delight. Salsa's is open till 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jones. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road, or on the walk, they have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, and Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11 759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesborocycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Hi, this is Davey Carter. At Centennial Bank, our focus remains on our customers. We know how special it is to be part of the Northeast Arkansas community, and that includes our special relationship with Arkansas State University. From our on-campus banking center to Centennial Bank Stadium, our commitment has never been stronger. Some things never change. And football season is here, so come out and see us at Centennial Bank Stadium and go Red Wolves. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. When a clinic sends a referral for your specialty services, you have a choice. 
The decision of where you receive care is yours. You can choose the only facility in eastern Arkansas to receive an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog, delivering world-class care and an unmatched safety protocol. You have a choice in your health care provider. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal. It's a promise. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. And last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Aside from the obvious answer of picking up three wins, what has to happen? in the second half of the season for a state football to get bowl eligible question is always brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. This would certainly be a great day to go out and get out and pick up a, a new vehicle. It's just so awesome outside, but don't drive around and waste your gas. I uh, do a little pregame scouting online at KavanaughCars.com. By the way, it's Trucktober, So they have some great deals going on. You can find out more about their deals right there online look through their full inventory and even go through all the steps you need to do before you drive away in a new vehicle like finding out what your trade-in is worth getting pre-approved for your financing and more again all for you at kavanaughcars.com kind of pondered before the break what a bet over the weekend a money line parlay on the browns and jets would pay out because of course both were uh, pretty sizable underdogs going into the weekend against the 49ers and the Eagles, respectively. And according to Bet Online, a $100 money line parlay on those two teams would have paid out $1,750. Now, how many betters out there took that parlay? Probably not very many. In fact, the sports books went out and had. Their best Sunday of the season in NFL Week 6 because of those upsets and some injuries as well. And even some interesting safeties and whatnot. It really wiped out a lot of parlays and teasers. So best Sunday of the the season. So the next time you read a story about how uh, the sports books have, like, they get crushed for a Super Bowl or something, yeah, don't, don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> They're still doing perfectly fine. The big story of the weekend, probably in the NFL, just the injuries. Are are there more injuries this season? Is it is it in my head? Is it really a thing? Um, gosh, it was an ugly weekend for for injuries. Four different starting quarterbacks left their games with injuries and have uncertain statuses for Week 7. You also had some really important players go down like Christian McCaffrey. Then you also had other big injuries in in previous weeks. It's just kind of a, a mess. And not really sure what the issue is there it's not it's not all turf <laughs> uh like uh Travis Kelsey's ankle injury there's some other things going on and it's it's certainly concerning uh looking ahead to tomorrow what are we going to get into a couple different things one it's going to be 
Sunbelt Conference Media Day for basketball, the beginning of that. So hopefully we'll be able to check in and give you some Red Wolves updates. Also, I believe that Sunbelt preseason men's poll drops this afternoon. So we're going to keep an eye out for that so we can discuss that tomorrow. Also, I believe uh, since it's Tuesday, we'll have Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, with us for a segment in studio. And we'll also check in on some additional clips uh, from Butch Jones. Uh, is his media availability is tomorrow. Also recapping some of what he said on his Sunbelt teleconference call today. I really want to see just a couple option plays out of this A-State offense on Saturday. He threw it out there. Coach Jones has nobody to blame but, but himself for throwing that out there, even if he was joking. I'm too intrigued now. Uh, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate your calls, comments, texts, and tweets. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We're going to return tomorrow for more of the Workday Red Zone at noon. For Ryan, I'm Karen. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.